Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include looking ahead to the Western Secondary and tidbits from around the mortgage industry this week. Thanks to today's podcast sponsor, Richie May. Richie May is a recognized leader in providing specialized advisory, audit, tax, technology, and other services to the mortgage industry for almost four decades. Among many awards, Richie May has been named a top 100 firm twice and is known in the market for their education and contributions to the mortgage industry. They don't just hire from the mortgage industry, they have the experts who build it. To experience how Richie May can help you transform your mortgage business, visit richiemay.com. As several hundred head to Orange County, California for the California MBA's Western Secondary, keeping an eye on the remnants of a hurricane, it's not an easy lending environment with mortgage rates at 20-year highs, firmly in the sevens. Thomas Edison believed that vision without execution is hallucination, and many owners of lenders and vendors had very good vision and execution some years ago when creating their companies. But thinking that 2020 and 2021 would continue indefinitely would have been classified as a hallucination. And obviously things have become much more difficult, with many wondering where things go from here. I don't have a crystal ball, but a certain percentage of those owners who deferred being serious about exploring a sale, waiting until after the cycle was obviously on the downside, they've perhaps undermined an opportunity for negotiating more favorable deal terms. It can be argued that the smarter entrepreneurs engaged in company sale negotiations, while industry mindset is mostly driven by prosperity. Spoiler alert, losses continue but at a slower pace. The MBA has crunched the numbers of those surveyed and calculated that independent mortgage banks, or IMBs, and mortgage subsidiaries of chartered banks reported a pre-tax net loss of $534 on each loan they originated in the second quarter of 2023 an improvement from the reported loss of $1,972 per loan in the first quarter of 2023. Marina Walsh, CMB, MBA's Vice President of Industry Analysis and overall good person, summed up the quarterly mortgage banker's performance report. Quote, After 11 consecutive quarters of increases, origination costs declined by over $2,000 per loan. Volume picked up during the spring home buying season and additional personnel were shed. However, the substantial cost savings per loan was not enough to put the average net production income in the black. Production losses were less severe than the previous two quarters, and net servicing financial income was strong. Additionally, most mortgage companies in our survey managed to squeeze out an overall profit during one of the toughest times for the mortgage industry. End quote. Once again, servicing income helps big time. Think about that as companies sell it off. When the MBA looked at both production and servicing, 58% of companies were profitable last quarter, an improvement from 32 in the first quarter of 2023 and 25% in the fourth quarter of 2022. Still, the average pre-tax production loss was 18 basis points in the second quarter of 2023, compared to an average net production loss of 68 basis points in the first quarter of 2023, and down from a loss of 5 basis points one year ago. The average quarterly pre-tax production profit from the third quarter of 2008 to the most recent quarter is 47 basis points, 
total production revenue, which is composed of fee income, net secondary marketing income, and warehouse spread, decreased to 328 basis points in the second quarter, down from 358 basis points in the first quarter. On a per-loan basis, production revenues decreased to $10,510 per loan in the second quarter, down from $11,199 per loan in the first quarter. The purchase share of total originations by dollar volume increased to a study high of 89% in the second quarter. For the mortgage industry as a whole, MBA estimates that the purchase share was at 80% in the second quarter, with the average loan balance for first mortgages increasing to $343,386 in the second quarter, up from $329,159 in the first quarter. It ain't cheap to do a loan. Total loan production expenses, which include commissions, compensation, occupancy, equipment, and other production expenses and corporate allocations, decreased to $11,044 per loan in the second quarter, down from a study high of $13,171 per loan in the first quarter of 2023. From the third quarter of 2008 to last quarter, loan production expenses have averaged $7,236 per loan. Servicing net financial income for the second quarter, without annualizing, was $94 per loan, up from $54 per loan in the first quarter. Servicing operating income, which excludes MSR amortization, gains slash loss, and the valuation of servicing rights, net of hedging gains and losses, and gains and losses on the bulk sale of MSRs, was $105 per loan in the second quarter, up from $102 per loan in the first quarter. For all the stats, there are five mortgage bankers' performance report publications per year, four quarterly reports, and one annual report. At this point, it can be argued that the Fed doesn't want to see higher long-term rates, but bond yields continue to rise across the board, impacting mortgage rates, of course, continuing an upswing that began nearly three months ago at the beginning of the summer. In fact, the yield on the benchmark 10-year U.S. Treasury closed at 4.25% on Wednesday, the highest level since 2008. The upward march this week follows the release of the latest Federal Open Market Committee minutes, which stress that additional interest rate hikes may be needed. Quote, With inflation still well above the committee's longer-run goal and the labor market remaining tight, most participants continue to see significant upside risks to inflation, which could require further tightening of monetary policy. Participants generally noted a high degree of uncertainty regarding the cumulative effects of the economy of past monetary policy tightening, and emphasized the importance of communicating as clearly as possible about the committee's data-dependent approach to policy and its firm commitment to bringing inflation down to its 2% objective. Stronger than expected, economic data continues to pour in, helping stock market prices, especially if you think the Fed is to end its hiking cycle soon. Others say 10-year yields above 4% still present a good buying opportunity, in contrast to the potential rewards from pricey stocks and multiples that might not be as appealing. But it seems that bond investors have shifted to a higher-for-longer narrative coming out of the Fed, causing nominal rates and real rates to keep moving higher. Not good for housing affordability. Strong economic data yesterday continued with initial jobless claims down 11,000 and Philadelphia Fed beating expectations by 22 points. That helped to lift benchmark 10-year U.S. Treasury yields above 4.30%, as MBS once again sold off across the coupon stack. 
The recent surge in U.S. mortgage rates to anywhere between 10-month and two-decade highs, depending on who you ask, has pushed housing affordability to the lowest level in nearly four decades. Yesterday also brought another troubling sign for the Chinese economy as Beijing authorities are said to have told state-owned banks to step up intervention in the currency market in a push to prevent a surge in yuan volatility. With no major data releases or Fed speak today, the market will be left to its own devices. We begin the day with agency MBS prices better from Thursday afternoon by a quarter, the 10-year yielding 4.22 after closing yesterday at 4.31%, and the two-year at 4.91. Yield curve inversion is alive and well without a recession. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. I asked my daughter for a phone book. She said, you're such a boomer, and handed me her phone. Anyway, the wasp is dead, and my daughter's phone has seen better days. <laughs> Thanks again to today's podcast sponsor, Richie May, a recognized leader in providing specialized advisory, audit, tax, technology, and other services to the mortgage industry for almost four decades. To learn more, visit richiemay.com. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at Robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.